Hello, and welcome to episode 9 of The Keeper of the Dead, our Pathfinder campaign. We last left with our party, had just gone through a perilous journey through the vast wood and the, all the many perils that lay within, and finally arriving at their destination, the ruins said to hold the deadly relic known as the Void Scythe of Harromaine. But upon their arrival, they discovered that their mission, such as it was, is not what they expected it to be. They encountered a town full of phantoms, of ghostly remainders of the previous inhabitants of this, this ruined village, mages and sorcerers and magic users of all different kinds, cursed to remain undead by the villainous sorcerer Haramain who slew them all. And among this, this ruin, they discovered one lone living human man named Nictus Loth, the son of the two leaders of this mage's commune, who had been apparently raised by these ghostly figures his entire life. And through their conversation back and forth and learning about his history and the history of their settlement, they discovered that their employer in this venture, Rukior the Antiquarian, probably has unsavory motives for finding the Void Scythe of Haramain, being a powerful member of the of the city's nobility and also containing, like, in his responsibilities, having the ability to access the entire city's um, catacombs, gaining the Void Scythe, which has the power to reanimate any number of undead, could give him the ability to have a uh, army instantaneously with which he could establish a coup over the city. So, having discovered evidence of this plot, you have begun setting off on your journey back toward the, the uh, base from which you came to confront Rukior the Antiquarian with Nick Disloth in tow, him having finally decided to venture for the very first time into the greater world. And that is where we, we leave you off. You, as you are ushered out from the village of the dead and you, you see the, the ghostly figures watch as you return into the wilderness beyond, um, Nictis looks up around and he gives a whistle, a sharp piercing whistle. And a, a few moments later, you see a black raven descend from the treetops and perch on his shoulder, and Nicholas says, There you are, boy. Where's your brother? Where's your... Rigor! And he, like, calls up into the, the trees, and he looks around impatiently, and a few minutes later, a large owl descends from the canopy and perches on his other shoulder. He's like, There you are, boys. Ah, oh, uh, these are my pets. Uh, Rigor and Mortis, they're, they're my, uh, they're my, <laughs> my familiar, such as it were. I can't eat. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. So good. Uh, continue, continue. <laughs> well, they're, they're, was they're really character. friendly. They're really friendly. <laughs> they're really friendly. Uh, they, uh, Rigor's lazy. Mortis is not. He's mischievous, though. If you got anything shiny, don't let him get near it. He'll swallow it. And it's bad. But uh, here we go, boy. And he gives him like a little piece of kind of crusty bread. And the, the raven just kind of like chokes it back and then just kind of sits there looking around at you guys. And the owl promptly falls asleep again on his shoulder, just still sitting there. And then Nicholas is like, Shall we venture forth? <laughs> I'm so excited. He can't get think... past the image of him with these birds on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. All right. I've seen Stranger Things. I mean, I at least they're shot. not named Hugin and Moonin. <laughs> True. So right. he, he turns to the to the raven and he says, All right, Rager, I want you to, to go up there and sort of scout for us. Go forward. Uh, if you see anything big and scary, come back and, and, and you know what to do. And then the, the bird just kind of soars back up into the end of the trees and, and flies off and, and he's soon kind of lost among the canopy 
and Nix is like, he'll keep an eye out for us. We won't be surprised, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, let, let's go. Uh, I'm ready. This way. And, and he starts going forward. And okay. you, you walk through the wilderness in roughly the same direction where you came from. You, you kind of know the way, but Nictus seems to kind of inherently have a better grip of the land. You get the idea that he's been in these woods many, 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 many times. And so he kind of takes you on a slightly easier journey, like a slightly more convenient path through the undergrowth. And he just talks constantly the entire time. He goes back and forth between pestering each of you for just all kinds of questions, just about just really mundane things, just everyday life stuff. And he also occasionally just goes off on tangents about things he's read that's, that's really interesting about super ancient history and bits of arcane theory and just all kinds of stuff. He just jabbers constantly. And he just, he doesn't even really seem to be paying hardly any attention to where he's going, but he just kind of seems to have a natural grip of the terrain. Like he just, he nimbly climbs on top of, of logs and, and just kind of prances across them at, over creeks and kind of nimbly steps between fallen branches and stuff. He, he's just, he doesn't seem in any way out of his element. Interesting. And as, yeah. as, as you kind of take like your first break sort of in midday to kind of sit down for lunch, um, he approaches Hargath and he's like, Hargath, can, can, can I ask you another question? Uh, uh, I want to know something. Uh, I'll answer it if I can. You're a cleric, right? Right. You're... <laughs> can, can... I figured so. I, I could tell. Uh, who is your patron by any chance? If you don't mind telling, I don't know if that's personal or not. Uh, Saren Ray, goddess of the sun. I thought so. I, I recognize some of the iconography. Uh, I know Serenary is not quite that keen on necromancy. Is that going to be a problem? That would depend on what kind of necromancy we're speaking of and what you plan to do with it. Well, I, I feel like I have a, a basic idea. I mean, obviously all the stuff that Harrowman's all about, like, oh, I'm going to trap your soul in my scythe and use it to make me more powerful and, like, cleave people and all kinds of bad. That's bad. But, and <laughs> this Rukir guy, uh, figure, like, raising an army of the dead to conquer the world, that's probably really bad. Um, but, like, my kind of necromancy, that's not, that's, that's all right, right? That's, like, not... That's not what, evil, right? What would you do with your necromancy? Give me an example of something that you would do. Well, just like talking to people and like my, my parents and, and my uncle and my, uh, my friends and my teacher and my my uh, my friends. Are... Stop, stop. Are you telling me that you are keeping them risen somehow? I thought they well, did that themselves. They did it themselves, but like they they're 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 spectral they they don't have that much vitality and in order for them to like interact with the real world i, I sort of have to lend them some of my own ability uh sort of help them breach the 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 gap between this world and the next and it's not normal for ghosts to be as vital as as all of them are so it's partly a mixture of their own power but over time it kind of became more me so so what you're saying is, is typically if you use necromancy, it's to gain information or uh, help. Well, yeah. I mean, I, like ghosts, they're just people too, really. It's just another part of the life cycle. It's just this natural sort of state of being. And it's it's really, you know, I don't see anything particularly wrong with that. It's just how you are at a certain point. Like, you live, and then you stop living, and you do the other thing. And then sometimes you go here and there. I've heard all sorts of things. They don't know because they're still here, but they're not here, and I, I can't really explain it, but it's, it's... Okay, okay, okay. Just just take a breath. Sorry. As, as far as I'm concerned, as long as what you're doing is to help them or help us in a greater good, 
and I've got no problem with it, and I would imagine that Saren Ray would not have a problem. Well, However, good. if you do something against somebody's will, and you know, bring somebody back against their will that you know it isn't necessary to do, then that'll be a problem. And if you use them in an evil way, then that'll be a problem. Oh yeah, I I, I wouldn't I would have I mean I'm not I'm not really all that quite like certain on some social niceties. Um, so like, good and evil, I, th I feel like I have a pretty good grasp of it. I've read enough books, but Nictus, like, Nictus, let me stop you there. I don't, I don't feel that you're an evil person. So I think well, in I general do. that you'll try and do the right thing. But if I see that I you're like doing something soon. outside of that, then I might say something to you to start with. And then after that, I might give you a good cuffing upside your head. Oh, please, now, uh, cause, cause I really wouldn't want to. To, to do to be be like that I, I think my parents are really mad right so uh, as an aside in my head i just now realized speaking to him that uh he's apparently a very very gifted necromancer or magician yes very powerful <laughs> just a tiny bit yeah just so a wee that's, bit. that's that's <laughs> sticking in my head well yeah i'm wondering any... if that might make complications to our journey never know. Mm -hmm. So, is there any other questions that you have, Nictus? Well, I was wondering, like, what's it like to be drunk? Like, that's, it's weird. Like, you think about it, it's just, it's just like grapes. You can eat them. But then, like, if you leave them out, they turn into raisins. But if you, if, if you leave Nictus, them, like... Nictus, Nictus, Nictus. <laughs> when we get, to, when yeah. we get to a tavern, we'll We'll let you get drunk. You'll, yeah, you'll I will. About. However, I will show you how to get drunk, and it'll be great. <laughs> yes. But no necromancy while you're drunk. Ever. No. Oh, I've no no, no no magic when you're drunk. That's bad. Let it me tell you about this one time in the, in the Venetian uh, age. Uh, there was this one little town, uh, and and he, just, he goes off on this this really obscure historical rant about like this one village where something weird happened with necromancy and he just keeps going on and on he gets right back into his his bunny bunny trailing <laughs> so as he's speaking i'll start gathering up my pack and stuff again and get ready to move out okay so as you resume your journey back into the wilderness um mostly like your your return journey happens without incident. Every once in a while, uh, Mortis, the, the raven, will come back around, kind of perch on Nictus's shoulder, and they'll just kind of, he'll just kind of, they'll, he'll talk with the raven, sort of. It doesn't really, it, it just kind of goes, caw, caw, like, obviously it doesn't speak, but you get the idea that Nictus can actually kind of understand what it, it, the raven is saying, and he'll kind of say, all right, uh, Let's not go that way. Uh, I know a little shortcut this way over here. There's a little gully, and he like sort of leads you off on a sort of a, a tangential journey, and you manage to move through the woods without encountering any of the, the giant beasts that you'd seen before. Um, no bugs this time. Yay! Yay! No spiders. <laughs> and you seem to be making a really good time. Um, some ways through, you you kind of realize that um, that you're you're kind of you're more or less traveling to the same position that you you'd left from, but it seems like you've cut almost an entire day off your return journey, just from all these little ways that you, you you've gone where you've kind of circumvented the difficulty of the terrain where they've there's less mud here. There's fewer fallen tree branches to kind of get by here. Just he's mm -hmm. kind of shaved an enormous amount of time off your return journey. I love it. And as you you kind of as the sun sort of sets, you realize that you're probably only about two or three hours journey away from where you landed with your boat. And Nick, this is like, well, uh, I hadn't gone much further than this. 
out in this particular direction. It's a bit far from home. Mum didn't like me to stay out past midnight. Um, so we uh, we could stop now, or uh, Rigor's finally getting ready to wake up, the lazy scumbag. Uh, so he could do some more scouting for us. We could keep going through the dark if you wanna, uh, or we can make camp tonight and start first thing in the morning. I think I would uh, prefer to make camp. Right. That sounds like a good idea. I love camping. It's so much fun. I'm okay. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll get started getting stuff ready. And he, and he kind of like goes off and, and starts finding like firewood and, and all kinds of little things like that. Should cool. somebody be keeping an eye on him? Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't let him wander too far. Yeah, I'll um, yeah, I'll I'll wander with him. Okay. And as the sun begins to set behind the trees, the the raven perches back on his shoulder and just kind of tucks in and kind of like starts to snooze on his shoulder, and the owl takes off and begins flying off into the darkness in the same way that the raven had previously. Cool. So I like what's it. Uh, What's Vanya? Yeah. What what does she look like? How does she look like she's doing with all this? She's been mostly, it seems like she's growing tired of Nictis's presence. She, (laughs) he approached her just as often as he did the rest of you about all his many questions and about his rambling and stuff like that. And she, she sort of humors him at first. And then as time goes on, she's, she's more monosyllabic, like, mm mm-hmm. Like, yes. yes, no, yes, maybe. Rather not talk about that right now. It's it's rather a long story. Um, let's go on. And like, as the day goes on, you, you can tell that she's just getting really annoyed. She like realizes that he's just an innocent. He's naive. He he doesn't get how irritating he's being to her. But she's just not engaging with it. And for the most part, that's all you really read from her. She she seems to be slightly annoyed and somewhat distant. Um, but she's not, like, obviously feeling one particular way or another. She's hard to read. She's very stoic in general. All right. Well, shall we sleep in shifts again, just in case we have anything come wandering? Uh, Nick, this. Yeah. This is Nick. Yes, uh, will that owl keep eye, keep an eye out for us all night and warn us if uh, oh, yeah. there's trouble? Yeah, he'll 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 do just as good of a job as as uh, Mortis does. He's just, uh, I mean, he sleeps a lot more. Let me tell you, he sleeps like twenty hours a day. But he'll stay up and he'll he'll like he'll keep an eye out uh, if anything comes by. Uh, he'll sort of keep a perimeter around us. Uh, he'll do some hunting, eat some mice because he's so fatty. I tell him to not eat so many, but he eats a whole mouse at least every night, and he's just getting way too fat. But I'll, I'll, he'll, he'll do his job. He knows what's okay. up. And all I right. think uh, we can all rest easy. Get a rest. That'll be good because we can go in to our our next leg while rested. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. Swell. All right, I'm going to bed. Well, I'm tucking in. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this. All right. Yeah. Nictus okay, well, excuse a tent. Staying up and taking. Hmm? Nictus excuse a tent and sleeping bag. He just sleeps on the dirt. All right. Low maintenance. Great. <laughs> All right. Good night, so, everyone. Oh, good night. So, so the night goes by, more or less uneventfully. Um, there's one time when the when Rigor the owl comes down, perches on Nictus's shoulder. Nictus instantly wakes up, just immediately. Like he's not the one currently on watch, but he he wakes up and and they kind of confer with each other briefly. And and Nictus like sends the owl off and and tells it to go ahead and keep keep circling. And then he just kind of cozies back into bed and like nothing really happens. He cozies back into his dirt pile. <laughs> he's got like a, a mound of leaves that he's kind of using as a pillow, but otherwise he's just sprawled. <laughs> Man, homeboy never heard of personal space. 
He's never heard of people or never been around. He's never heard of a lot of things. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? (laughs) So sun rises and like crack of dawn, uh, Nictis apparently woke up before most of you. Whoever's on on watch, obviously you're still up. But he like he he comes back from where he he was he was before, and he he slaps a couple of fish that he just caught onto the ground. He says. I got breakfast. Uh, I, I caught them myself. Uh, they, they're, they're not that big, but uh, they, all, they should, I figure they should suffice for uh, a decent breakfast to get started. Best meal of the day. That's what mom told me. Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's cook these. Who wants to cook with me? Anybody want to cook with me? Uh, I, I, I know how to, how to uh, fillet them, uh, but if, if anybody would like to. I bet you're free. Hell. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, let's do that. You were such a good cook last time. All right, uh, I'll, I'll start gutting them and get the scales off. Uh, you want to find some herbs, uh, seasonings? Uh, we can get the fire. The, the, ooh, it's actually looking pretty good. Fire's cut. The coals are nice and uh, warm. Uh, I'll get ready. <laughs> and he starts preparing the fish. And you, between the two of you, you get it ready and get it cooked. And it's it does look very... Passively appetizing, considering. Good. Yay. He's like, all right, well, I find these fish uh, by the the marsh. Uh, I assume that's where you're headed. Um, I think it's, it's really the only river around. I've never gone all the way out to the river. It's pretty deep in the woods from where I normally are. But uh, I, I would assume that it's connected to this sort of swampy place. So... Should should we be headed off in that direction then? Yeah, we probably should. Yeah, to the river. Yep. And uh, uh, let your um. Oh hey, can you let let your birds know that we're that we need a boat? Like, can they scout yeah. around for like boats? Yeah. <laughs> or rafts or something? Do they know what a boat or a raft looks like? Well, it'd probably be too big for them to carry. Honestly, oh, they're not we, that large. We, Even if both of them, <laughs> probably wouldn't be able to manage it. it we, 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 we don't want... Hey, Nictus, Nictus. We, we, we don't need them to carry it. We just need them to tell us where it is. Oh, right, yeah. yeah no. And then we can walk to it. <laughs> yes. uh, they can take care of that just fine. I'll, I'll have uh, I'll have Mortis do it. Baker's going to be lazy. Uh, but he, he'll, he'll take care of it. Hey, wait, hey. Find a boat. And the bird just kind of takes off back into the sky, and the owl is just snoozing. It wakes up briefly as he's fed a small piece of fish, and then just kind of goes back to sleeping. And he's like, "Let's wait here. It will probably be better." Um, he'll he'll uh, do a search along the shoreline and come back. So you wait a few minutes, and then. Well, a few minutes, roughly 10, 15 minutes it takes. And then finally, Rigor comes back, or Mortis comes back, and, and he perches on Nicus's shoulder, and they have kind of a lengthier exchange than normal. And Nicus is like, well, good news and bad news. Uh, there is a boat, but it's probably somebody's, because there's a guy also with the boat, and they're... Uh, over down by the marshes. I'm surprised they didn't see him. He's probably on the other side. Uh, but uh, he, I don't know. Maybe he'll let us join. Uh, I, but I can no, no, just boats lying around. Just no. out of curiosity, can can your uh, crow give us a description? I know it's a bit much to ask. Well, no. He he said he's he's a sort of a a frumpy looking man. Uh, sort of the funny beard that's not all in uh and he's got like a hat um he said he had a crossbow so he didn't want to get too close he didn't want to get shot because apparently he's still here i know right yeah let's do it let's go well you know this person he's the guy that that gave us a right here. here Oh boy, another friend then. All right, let's go. I, I want to meet him. Sounds like a great guy. I've never been on a boat either. That's going to be so much fun. All right, let's go. And he's, he sort of leads the charge. And you you go forward. Dredger. 
I looked his name up. Treasure. <laughs> yes. You, you, you work your way through the marshland and mm -hmm. you, uh, you finally get to this part where the, the reeds come up and you see the crumpled corpse of a giant mantis, like 12 feet long. And it's been pierced through the carapace with crossbow bolts. And you see, not long after that, you do see Dredger sitting by his boat nearby no. the body of the mantis. Near and he's just kind of... Looks like you missed a bug party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sad about that. <laughs> As you approach, uh, he find he hears you coming, and he looks up, and he stands up, and he's like, "Oh, oh, I'm all glad to see you. Oh my goodness, oh, I couldn't even possibly. Okay, I did not know for sure if you were coming back, so I I came back. All right, listen, I did not wait this whole time. I went back to the to the uh, to the halfway in to try and get." To do my job, basically. I, I said I'd wait a day, and I, I did wait a day, but I couldn't wait much longer. So I went back, and when I got back, I got to uh, the Vagabond's Rest, and the old place is swarming with mercenaries. Oh. This entire place, swarming with them. It's a mercenary army. I was like, oh, I, I didn't want to go in. I couldn't. I didn't know what to do, all right? I, I was going to try and approach them, but they've got the place locked down. So I figured I'd come back and hope you guys weren't dead. Uh, I wasn't going to wait much longer, but thank God you showed up. Uh, so I take it that these uh, don't look like friendly mercenaries. No, they don't look like friendly mercenaries. It looks like they've taken over the town. So Tibby and Tom are in trouble? I didn't see them, but I would assume they're not the sort that would let folk like that run rampant around there. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Any, uh, I go back and help them. All right. You haven't seen any uh, seen any sign of our um, of a, a, a rich looking guy with a tall wooden man next to him? Yeah, I did, actually. It looked like he was in charge. He was marching around talking to the leader of the mercenaries and he just I assume he's the one who hired them. I couldn't imagine anybody else doing something like that. Okay, well, at least we know definitively now whose side he's on. His Do own. Yes. I would assume. Have, do you have any idea what an approximate number of mercenaries, mercenaries there were? It's a mercenary army. It looked like about 30 of them. Oh, my. 30? That's more like a platoon, but okay. <laughs> well... We I'm don't need sorry. to go ahead and argue with no, Antex. It's <laughs> a lot more than I wanted to deal with on my own. So I figured I if if something needs done, I figure they're up to no good. They look like they were up to no good. So I figured I'd come back to the only capable people I've met in recent days and see if you <laughs> knew anything about it or you wanted to do anything to help. Yeah, don't look at that. He thinks we're capable. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, thanks right. for coming back, and yeah. uh, it just so happens that uh, we have uh, business with Rukior and probably his mercenary platoon. By the way, who are they? And he, like, points to Nictis and, and Vanya. Oh, oh, I'm oh. so sorry. Yeah. Let me introduce you to Nictis. Nictis, this <laughs> is Dredger. Tell them all about yourself. Pleasure <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> to meet you, Mr. Dredger. I've always wanted to meet a man with a beard like that. Uh, and also, a man with a boat. Uh, it's a nice boat. What's it called? What do you, what do, you do with it? And it just goes on and on and on. And I'm and putting my like, in the boat. Yeah. I, I motion to Vanya, like, let's get in the boat. Yeah. yeah. She's like, good plan. And so they all <laughs> pile in the boat. And Nick just keeps right. going on and on and on. Nick so, just in the boat. We can all talk in the boat, Nick just. Okay, uh, I'll get in the boat. And he, like, tries to get in the boat and has no idea how. Like, he sort of, like, gingerly, like, sort of sticks his foot over. And, like, when he sets his foot in the boat and it sort of shifts under his weight, he's like, oh, oh that's weird. That's weird. 
and he like <laughs> gets like really cautiously down on like all fours as he sort of climbs over really awkwardly like a dog trying to stand up in the back seat of a car and he just kind of like gingerly gets in and, and sort of sits down in the middle of the boat and he's like it's wobbly it goes back and forth <laughs> right, Nictus, Nictus I need you to pay attention for just 30 seconds okay I can do that I need you to sit here in the middle of the boat and not move yes you're not capsizing this boat with all of us in it Okay. Especially the sixty-foot gar in the river. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, are, there are, there are things in this river that want to eat us, and I need you to stay perfectly still until I tell you that we can move again. Okay. Okay. And you I can, can talk, but very quietly and very sparingly. Yes. Oh, I can do that. I'll be very quiet. I promise, and I'll hardly ever talk at all. I won't even you won't even hear a word. Just be a little okay. silent. Make sure, little... make sure that you send your birds out to go ahead and watch. Yes. I'll send both of them. All right. Wake up. Wake up, Mike. Be like the owl just kind of groggily like and he's like, I want both of you on here. There's a gar. I don't know what that is. You know what that is? It's a thing. We better not find it. It's, it's a big fish that can eat you. It's a big fish that can eat you. You, you eat fish. You don't get eaten by fish. That's not natural. Don't let that happen. All right? <laughs> and your brother, I want you to go out and see if you see it. And don't get eaten. Uh, don't let us get eaten. All right? Go. And he sends it off. So you settle down on the boat. And then just this entire time, Dredger's just kind of like... like just <laughs> doesn't have any idea what to make of this, this new addition to your group. And they just he's like... As long as he keeps his voice down when he needs to, it's fine by me. But let's keep mm. it civil. <laughs> right, let's get to Rowan, shall we? And he starts you moving, and you go, and every once in a while, you'll, you'll, um, like, make your turns and, and bends through the river. It's much less uh, rough than it had been before. Uh, there, the weather has been much more mild since that initial thunderstorm that swole the creek in the, in the river beyond its normal banks. It's so the the swamp itself is somewhat harder to navigate. It's much shallower than it was, and you looking over the edge, you you, you can see that in most of the little tributary creeks that you're you're in right now, there's no room for the the giant gar to swim here. But every once in a while, you'll see a large dark shape move underneath you and after the first few of them move past you you can sort of see that they are in fact gigantic leeches each of them about two or three feet long so well, that sounds delightful. still plenty of reasons not to get in there and then like the every once in a while one of the birds will come by and and kind of perch on nictus's shoulder and, and talk to him and then fly off again and then Later on, both of them kind of hurriedly land on his shoulders and, and talk to him. And he's like, hey, I don't think I'm going to send him out again. They almost got eaten by dragonflies. I did not know that could happen. That's really odd. But I don't know want them to get eaten. So they're going to stay. They say that way should do it. Uh, there is no giant fish. They didn't see any giant fish. So I'll send him out later if, if it looks safe. But I don't know when I'm going to get eaten by bugs. So I <laughs> I forgot then, about the giant dragonflies. Yeah, you, you see them. There's yeah. all kinds of giant bugs. There's even more giant bugs than there were the first time you came out here. The the weather has become kind of hot and muggy. The air is kind of thick with just genuine, like, unpleasant swamp humidity. And the bugs seem to love it. Like, the dragonflies are flying all over the place. You see giant mosquitoes bigger than your hand. You see all kinds of giant creatures of the insect variety in the air flying around. None of them really big enough to threaten you at present, but you know better than to assume none of them could. But as you work your way through the swamp and get back onto the, the river itself, um, that kind of starts to fade away. You still see them, but not as many of them. And then Nicholas sends his birds up again, and they continue scouting the area. Mm -hmm. 
And a little while later, finally, towards the evening at this point, um, you arrive at the sort of pseudo dock where you had taken off from before, where you know you are now very close to Vagabond's Rest, where you met the, the Gold Meadows and begun your journey. And then Dredger's like, all right, so I'm surprised they haven't come out here yet. I figure they're still gathering for whatever they're doing, but I don't really want to stick around unless you need help. I could possibly help, but I don't want to be on the front lines or whatever this is, so. Well, perhaps you can stick around and help with your crossbow. You don't yeah, we can put you up that. in a tower and you can help from a distance maybe somehow. All right, I, I'm willing to do that, but I don't want to get in the thick of things. This is not a nice spot. Nope. Do we know anywhere we can get a look at the town and what's going on from a distance? There's or... not much of a of a visible range because of the trees. Um, you'd have like the path between the docks and the actual settlement is through woodland area, so you don't have much visibility. You have a little bit of it, um, but so not much. Like, you could basically get to the edge of the tree line, but not, there's sounds, not much better than that. Sounds like a, a perfect opportunity for a uh, ranger to do some reconnoitering. Yeah. That's, Ray, uh, that's you, Izzy, I think. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you need to do Space. reconnaissance. So alert. Um, or I could climb a tree. I have climbed, so I could technically climb a tree, I suppose. But I am wearing heavy armor and a big, carrying a big axe. You were too noisy. <laughs> yeah. You did try climbing a tree once before. It yeah, and it did not go well. go well for us. And I'm yeah, not yeah, really responding that. You almost got by a caterpillar. Yeah. Ooh, I do have climb. Okay. I could do that. probably also have stealth and Yes. All these things. Survival and strength. Strength, strength, strength. Shoot. Do you have survival? Yes. Yeah. Should I do that instead? Survival uh, is just to navigate terrain and okay. things like that. I would think stealth and um, if you have stealth and climb, can you do both or do you just do yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Stealth is your ability to move unseen and climb is your ability to climb. So. Okay. Just do separate checks. Yeah. Do two checks too. Stealthily like two, climb. climb stealthily okay. Well, mm -hmm. my dexterity is pretty good, so that's something. Um. Just a twenty. Yep. Yep. Ooh, oh no! Oh. I rolled a four, <laughs> so it's a seven. <laughs> For climbing. For climbing um, or stealth. I have to stealth, stealth up to okay, the, the place to do what you. Uh, so it's a yeah. ten. It's a ten total. For climbing okay. or stealth. Stealth. Okay. You might be stealthy. You might not be. You'll find out. <laughs> As other GMs have said in the past, you think you're being sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep. As far as you know, you are completely concealed. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like it's going to end well, but that's okay. Yeah. Mm, and then I got a 10 for, um, climb. for climbing. Yeah. Right. Is that a modified 10? Yeah. Did you add? Uh, or... Yeah, there are no modifiers. There isn't. You don't have a climb modifier. Oh, for you don't have a strength. What's your strength? Um, five. Is that what that is? Oh, strength. No, strength ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's so yeah, 10, no modifiers. So there's no modifier. Okay. You cool. climb up into one of the trees most of the way. <laughs> but it's it's not a graceful thing. Like you're you're in the tree, but you're you're kind of like shakily on one of the branches and 
you're not sure what to do from here. You can't really see anything from where you are and you're not sure if you'll be able to get from one tree to another. Hmm. What should I do? Well, can you can you survey your surroundings uh, from where you are? From where you are, you don't see anything of significance. You're still pretty far away from the actual settlement. Shouldn't you climb again? Do you want to try to climb again? Can I do that? You climb down and climb a different tree. Okay. Let's climb down and climb a different tree. And this time I rolled a 17. So that's the modified 20. So hey. you kind of, from where you are in this tree and you're kind of like trying to, you're like, oh, I don't see anything. And then you kind of look around, you're like, you probably that's see a much better that tree. tree though. So you climb <laughs> down and then you work your way up this other tree and you, this is a much better climbing tree and it's much taller. So you, you work your way up the tree and just barely through the canopy, it is quite a distance away from where you are. You can see the outline of the halfway in. You you sort of see a portion of one of the walls near the main door. You can't see anything else just through the foliage, but you can see the, the building itself. And outside of it, outside the door, you do see uh, a well-armored mercenary standing guard. Mm -hmm. mm. Just one? From where you can see, you only see one, but you can only see a very small portion of one of the buildings. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll climb down and tell everyone what I saw. Huh. Well, there's nothing that says we can't just walk into the inn, right? Yeah. There really isn't. There's no one stopping. Yes. They don't know who we are. Waiting for us. He doesn't know we suspect him of being up to no good at this point. Well, just be like, hey, it's our suspect friend. Him. Vanya kind of looks at you and says, if you decide to do that, I probably should not go with you because he will definitely know I know more than he would want me to. Right. So I would have to linger behind. Should we okay, split okay. up? I don't know how we... I don't know how comfortable I am with splitting up. Should we bring well, Nictus with us? Oh, we wow. should not bring Nictus with us. Oh, but I really want to go. Nictus, now, now is the time for speaking very, very quietly. <laughs> I've never seen a mercenary. <laughs> they, they look kind of like us. Yeah. <laughs> they well, they look like real people. Look like I've only seen like four of you. <laughs> well, five now, actually. So that's 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 better. Here, I'm but the thing it. about the, the, the thing about these people is that they they at best want to capture you, and at most likely want to kill you. But that sounds so cool. I've never had anyone try to kill me before. Nobody's <laughs> a person, but uh, from direct just, experience, just, it is I, not fun. Nick, just you're you're up here. You need to be down here. Okay, I don't. I don't want Bring to go ahead. I don't, I don't want. I don't want to spoil your fun. But we're trying to keep you alive. Yes. Otherwise, your your parents are probably going to be very upset with us. Yeah. So, what are my dead parents going to do if I die? I mean, really, they're going to no, grind me in the afterlife? No, but they might uh, kill us and put you put us there with you. Yeah. We, so, we're, we're, we're very much attached to being alive. I think I think we need a better plan. I think the four of us need to go in like nothing's happened and basically say we didn't find what he was hoping we would find. Just tell him it's basically an old rune at this point and there wasn't anything there. Okay. And these three need to hide need to wait and let us know where to find them. And we go in and basically try and gain some sort of intelligence as to what he's planning next and you know figure out what we can do to you know throw a monkey wrench in that or how we can get rid of him or you know whatever we need to do i'm only worried that we're going to be surrounded by too many people 
well, that, that's why we're heroes. All right. <laughs> this is where the action actually is. This is where the action happens. This is the big Maybe. fight. Are we the cavalry? You are the yes, cavalry. You are the cavalry. Uh -huh. oh, that's so cool. I, I, could, I can get behind that. That's funny. And I give you permission to raise any dead in the area to help us. Yes. If you need to get us out. Yes. I can do that. Magic or whatever magic you might help us with as we're in there. Not that you'll be able to know what's going on. I suppose you could send the bird with us. Basically, if one of us doesn't come out at some point in the evening, if you don't hear from us by morning, then assume the worst and plan to do something the following night. I could set fire to them all. Yes, you could. <laughs> but we're not going to do that right now. Especially since buildings are flammable and we're flammable. And if you set yeah. them on fire, they set the building well, on fire. Yeah. And we get set on fire, then I don't think that would work very well. I didn't think of that. Setting people <laughs> on fire is generally bad. Yeah, it generally doesn't go well. They don't, <laughs> tend, to, they don't tend to stay in one place politely and burn they tend to run around yeah. flailing and setting flailing. They like to share their flame. Really? Mm-hmm. We'll set oh. you on fire sometime and show you. Yeah. Okay. Right after we get you drunk. <laughs> I've heard those go together. <laughs> right. So I turn to Dredger. Dredger, do you right. have a place that the three of you can hold up? Yeah. For the evening and that we can find could stay right here i suppose there's nowhere else around you I mean this little settlement's the only place in the entire area are you telling me you I live downstream all right well so basically you can't I live in Iverstead, so it's it's a long ways away oh all right and you don't have a single solitary little hidey hole anywhere in the oh, area couple of places where I stash stuff. Nearest ones like three miles upstream. That's too far. Don't you think? Not really. No, I mean I guess. It's about a forty five minute walk. Yeah. It's a long way for reinforcements to come if you need them in an hurry. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's what I was thinking. Alright, well just Stay here, then I guess hide as best you can and keep your heads down and stay quiet. I wouldn't be surprised if the mercenary group has got patrols. About. Scouts. That's what I'm worried about, well, too. I ain't seen any yet, but I wouldn't put it past them. All right. Well, shall How we... How about uh, this? We'll take my boat and we'll turn it over upstream, make it look like rubbish, and, and we'll hide underneath it. We'll just use it as a lean-to. We'll make it look like just... A shipwreck, so to speak. It already looks sort of like that anyway, if I'm honest. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. That'll give you something at least, so you're not just standing out here waiting for us while they potentially are checking the woods. Oh, I'm just lying in the muck next to a river. Yeah, you know. Much better. But I'll you're complain if it keeps rat. me alive. So you're a river rat. I've done it before. Thing? I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I've done it right. many times. I thought so. Vanya, are you all right with this? The idea of lying in the mud all night is not particularly appealing, but if it's what's needed, it's what's needed. I would prefer to get my hands around Rukio's neck as soon as possible, but Vegas can't be choosers, I suppose. Well, we need to figure out what's going on and what the disposition of his troops are. And um, yeah, so what are we planning on? Uh, what are we planning on telling Rukio? Or are we just planning on saying, like, hey, we couldn't find it. JKLOL, give us our money. No, we're going to tell them that we did find the ruin and that there's nothing there. It has been picked over for how long is this town supposed to have been burned? DM? Out of, out of game? Uh, about 250 years. Yeah. Or no, the, the settlement's 250 years old. It's been burned for about 20 years. Yeah, well, it's an old settlement. It's been burned for about 20 years. It's been picked uh -huh. over by anybody who's happened upon it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. Bob's your uncle, and he'll want to go check it out himself. That's fine. Okie dokie. Sounds good. All right. I can, we'll, prob I can probably bluff through that. And then we'll figure out when and where they're planning on going. 
and see if we can't. Uh, Why he's called so many people in? And think, well, he probably called them all in because everybody he keeps sending out that way seems to disappear. Right. So, um, yep. And we'll see if what he's planning on doing, and from there we can try and make some sort of plan as to what we can do to put it into it. Okay. So I'll go ahead and I'll I'll do most of the talking, um, and we'll have all right, and we'll have you, Mister Holy Man, here as my backup. Well, we're all going. Hi, Bite. How about if I signed a uh, rigor, he'll, uh -huh. he'll, he'll stay in the trees outside, and if anything goes bad uh, and there's uh, and you need yes. us, he'll yeah. come back and find us, and we'll know it's time to go in. Yes. Yeah, you can do that, that too. That'd be good. I had an idea. <laughs> you contributed, Nictus. We appreciate it. That's uh -huh. cool. Let's let's be honest, people. Nictus has gotten us back a hell of a lot faster than it took us to get out there. Oh, yes, absolutely. He, if it, yeah, if, if, he is, if it wasn't he is for fleet him, of foot. he is fleet of foot. Yeah, if it wasn't for him, we would we wouldn't have uh, hooked up with Dredger. Yes. The second time. Well, we might have, but we would have wandered a lot longer trying to find him. I might have run into more spiders. I'm glad that didn't happen. Great. <laughs> well then, no time like the present. Let's go. All right, we'll be ready for you. All right. So you begin your journey back to the Vagabond's Rest settlement to encounter a threat of unknown nature and scale. We will find out what happens next in our next and possibly final episode for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo!